Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 301, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello. And Adol. Hey. Both of you returning once again for a slightly different format. Now, we're going to go for a little hour episodes, so you're potentially going to be getting two a week at this rate. We're splitting it up a little bit, chatting about some games, and then delving into a bigger topic. So, for today, it's games. We're talking about sort of what we've been playing or anything that we kind of want to talk about around the gaming space. But things aren't changing that much. Still going to be drinking some beers. Uh, Adam. (laughs) Some of us are still going to be drinking some beers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I, I pre-warn. I thought I managed to dodge the jet lag thing. Mm. Um, because the first few, few nights I was here, I managed to sleep on time, etc. I've just been flattened, and I thought I was just exhausted from all the Canada tribulations. Yeah. Um, but then last night I didn't fall asleep till like four, so I uh, I might continue to be staring vacantly at the screen um, <laughs> a, a further along in this episode and the next one. And I That's will continue fine. to sound very tired because that I am. That hey, I am. It, it, it's life, right? It's absolutely it's absolutely fine yeah, to be just, tired. Just years of being tired. With <laughs> <laughs> no respite. Just life. Yeah. Just the happenings of life. Uh, Lucy, you're on the tea. Yes, I am. Uh, Adol, do you have any? Do you, what are you? What are you drinking at all this evening? Oh, I have beer. I have oh, beer I brought from Canada. It just oh, yes. Uh, this time Ooh. I've got a Calgarian brewery called Cabin, um, uh, and it's their Super Saturation New England Pale Ale. It's a strong beer at six percent. So six percent Nipa. Mm. Got this gorgeous retro. Styled, mm-hmm. um, it's like VHS. Yeah, it's or like right. like um, PBS or like National Broadcasting Company mm-hmm. like logos in like uh, for the their 80s, their crappy eighties tele seventies eighties television mm-hmm. show. It's yeah. the morning. It's the morning show colors. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Nice. Um, good. Both of your beers. Um, over our episodes, going to be sort of Canadian beers for the next couple of for this week. For this week, yeah. Ooh, nice, I'm gonna... nice. Um, so for this episode, I'm going to be drinking uh, a beer from Odyssey Brew Company, who I haven't had for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, um, they haven't popped up. Yeah, uh, a little can. Ooh, it's one I of the sort of yeah. It's a, it's it's the sun um, for a beer called Sun God, an IPA, seven percent. Uh, it doesn't give me much on there. Um, although, what I have now noticed, I haven't done it, but there's a QR code on the back of the tin now, and it says scan for tasting notes and canned on dates. Oh. I, I mean, QR cards are having a little renaissance. Yeah, people doing this now. genuinely good um, use for it. I mean, that's, does, that, does it save? Mm. Does it save a huge amount of space on your can? Could could they have fit some notes 
and a date in that same amount of space potentially. Well, yeah, if they direct people to their website, then people probably just buy more beer. I mean, that's <laughs> part of it as well, driving all the traffic. Um, mm-hmm. I will go. I'm going to bring up this QR code like so that. I can see um, when it's um, when it's been counted. But we'll come back to you, Adult, first for the uh, okay. super saturation. So it's uh, it's very pale. Um, it's a gorgeous sort of opaque. I mean, you can see it's like I'm whole. It's like I'm superimposed. It there's no oh, yeah. shadowing at all. It's a lovely Nothing. looking bit. Yeah. Um, the head was a bit of a tall pour. I think that might have been my ye old pouring at shoulder height to get on camera. But you can see that it's still it's um diminished quite a bit. But it's 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 quite a creamy looking head to be honest. Like it's it's. A, I don't know if you can tell, but it's actually almost peaked. Like it's, it's, um, mm. there's some, some, it's not all gone down flat on the level. There's mm-hmm. sort of, and, and it smells just amazing. It's slightly tangerine sweet and then, uh, like lashings of both passion fruit and mango. And just like a really, like, ah, oh, uh, yep, it's springtime, isn't it? Right? Right, everyone? <laughs> That's uh, that's the vibe I'm getting from. Nah, from just like... It's still winter. <laughs> well, but is it? I mean, yeah, and it's like one of the coldest months in, that we it's have. It's like eight here. degrees. I mean, it's, it's yeah, warm. today's been all right. Yeah. It's warm. It was really warm. Yesterday was good. Yeah. Global warming. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All the good noises. That is a good beer. Um, I really like how it's got a bit of a maltiness. There's a slight biscuit note, um, and then also just a really refreshing light tartness. But other than that, you're getting those tropical fruits and that citrus, slightly sweet citrus. But you're getting that, um, I guess, it's a bit of maltiness and some that passion fruit coming through. Hmm. It's an excellent, well-balanced beer. Um, and then, yeah, just enough of that sweetness sitting around probably a bit from that 6% um, to just round it out. I think it's so it much of a good beer. I think you've got foam in your, in your beard. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I haven't actually cleaned this up much since my haircut. <laughs> it's that head. Yeah. That, like, creamy head. It's just catching... The edge of my soup catcher. Um, the beer yeah, catcher. Yeah, this is a really excellent... Now. Sorry? It just has to be renamed the beer catcher. Oh, I thought you said... Yeah. My head, I thought you said head catcher, and I was like, ooh, I don't want to call that my beard that for reasons that are NSFW. Um, yeah, this is really, really an excellent, refreshing beer. Um, it's because it's 6%, and like I said, it has a bit of that maltiness, it actually works really well for this time of year, I think. Mm-hmm. Like... A, like I was expecting it to be a bit more spring summery just because I mean the the smell and the way it looks just screams like ah yes refreshing sunny day but that slightly more maltiness than I was expecting does actually help with this 8 degree sort of warm winter day. Yeah. But yeah, it was really good. Uh, I think I'm going to just sit with those no- thoughts for now and if anything else jumps out I'll let you know. Yeah, perfect. 
Um, I have got all of the information for this uh, sun god, which I've kind of scanned, but I haven't sort of read through. I'll read, it, read the flavor text through in a minute. But sort of first impressions, there's a lot of a lot of big fruit as soon as I cracked that can. It all absolutely rushed out. And whilst the first initial flavor has um, dulled down slightly, I'll explain that in a moment, it, it, it's, it's left me with this lovely, lovely taste. Talking about kind of a spring beer with yours, Adol, this feels, a, a, again, like something a little bit lighter. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's called Sun God. So maybe again, my brain's already trying to tie it in with being in the sun a little bit, but this does feel like a lovely kind of late afternoon, sunny day beer, um, you know, just after work to be able to kind of kick back with. There's lots of fruit in there. And in the initial taste, yeah, there's big old bitterness to it. A huge, huge hit of bitterness at the end. That has dulled down very slightly and quite quickly, which is interesting. It's not just something that's lasted for, you know, the first half of the beer or something. It's gone quite quickly. But it's it's got a lot of lovely kind of flavour going on. There's a lot of mango in there. There's some really, really sharp, zesty citrus in there as well. Maybe Maybe more lemon. The lime, but it's like mm. it's zest. It's really zesty. I don't think, again, scanning the um, the ingredients, there's not like sort of lemon zest or anything that's that's been added into this. But getting this lovely zesty kind of flavour, which then leads into a slightly peppery hint, and then that bitter finish, which again has dulled very slightly, but it's still there, and that is the flavour that is sort of left with me. Um, it's a little dry. So I'm getting that dry, bitter finish on there. Um, but coming back to these, and it's it's it's, it's lovely and smooth. Um, but the hops are Azaka, Aquinot, Sabro, Cryo Aquinot, and Cryo Azaka. So a bit of a mix. Um, the yeast it tells me is their house blend secret sauce. Um, and interestingly, it was canned back in October of last year. So it's a it's a five month old, a four month old, five month old beer. Roughly, um, so you know, well within its well within its dates. Um, it's not hops fade fast drink right at this moment. It's been brewed and smash it in your face, but it's still retaining a lot of flavour. It's lovely, lovely beer. Um, but the brewer's notes that they give flavour text a beautiful expression of our brewery. One of the things I enjoy most about the day today is that after seven years, I'm still tweaking recipes, still trying to improve processes, and still learning. We've been tra- trialing a few different yeast blends over the last 18 months, lockdown disrupted, and we've come across a blend which works wonderfully and consistently for us. It'll be in most of our releases moving forward, accentuating the stone fruit and mango. This beer is an intense, tropical and citrus-laden IPA with the balance and bitterness you expect from us. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it, it is no different than, than what they say. Lots of mango, lots of lemony citrus in there. Um, and, and it does have that big bit on it. So, there we go. It's, 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 it is, it's an Odyssey beer. Absolutely. Um, and interesting that they've started to use and found a yeast to kind of move forward with, because a lot of the times when we talk about kind of beers, so say like Verdant or Dea, you know that it's a beer from them. And some of that will come down to say like water quality, to the, to the yeast they use, the house yeast they use. So it's interesting to see that potentially Odyssey are going to start getting that way if they're going to be using the same kind of yeast 
in all of their beers going forward, or maybe potentially most of their beers, depending on the style of them going forward, that this will start to give a quality that you can go, okay, yeah, that's an Odyssey beer. Mm. Which would be really good for them, because their beers are good. Yeah, this is no exception. Sure. This is good. Um, need to track them down some more. Mm. I do um, see them on occasion. Not all the time. Um, where are I? I never remember where Odyssey are. Um, Salisbury. Are they? The Blockhampton, <laughs> the Blockhampton Estate, which is WR6. I don't know where WR is. Wrexham. Wrexham, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, literally the only kind of town that we can think of, which is WR. Yeah. WR. Postcode. Have a quick okay. look before we get into games. Where are Odyssey? We've done this before, probably. Worcester. Worcester, Are they only in Worcester? Oh, amazing. They're up the road. Indeed. Perfect. Um, Odyssey. I'm going to see how far. Worcester Worcester is almost in between Bristol and Birmingham. They're almost equidistant from from Worcester. Yeah, 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 but a little bit close to Brum, maybe. But that seems like a good place to go. A little day trip. A little trip to Odyssey. Nice little afternoon mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yeah, it sounds um, great. Yeah, they're, they're actually not far from me. Maybe mm. I should go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's. I, I guess Cheltenham is between us and. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's probably. probably midway. Yeah. yeah, Odyssey Bruins a bit closer to us. Mm-hmm. But not again, far like from wheels. Uh, no, I mean, not even an hour and a half up the road, really. So no. yeah, good. Let's enjoy these beers, Lucy. Enjoy your tea, and we should talk about. Thank you. Uh, we should talk about some games um, that we've been playing, or anything that we want to chat about. You know, not our topic quite yet. Um, for the next forty minutes or so, um, I might kick off. Yeah, go for it. Because I haven't played anything <laughs> apart from, and this is a bit of a repeat from last week's conversation: Vampire Survivors. Um, I could. Uh, I am exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it it just grabbed me. It has absolutely mm-hmm. grabbed me. I, I I picked it up whilst we recorded last week, as, as you would after you'd sort of essentially sold it to me. And my God, I absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> it's it's so good. Just the feel. You don't not do it. You're not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I have to. I have to do so. It's not even a like a, a clicker game. Just moving around, Basically, getting out of the way yeah. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like today, when I was just like, I, I just need to veg out and do nothing. Um, yeah, I had some podcasts on. Yeah, I was just slumped in my chair and just. Playing vampire survivors, and I've I've gotten further than I have before today. And mm. I mean, there's definitely been an update because yes. there are now like logs and flowers and shit in the way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> around them, which the um the hitbox and it's a bit dodgy. Maybe that will get ironed out a bit. But yeah, I've, I I don't know if things are a bit kinder or like things. You know, they've tweaked the balance on like some of the. You know, just progression or something, but yeah, I've gotten 
I've gotten pretty far. I haven't gotten to whatever you were talking about, Ben. Like some some chimera or something. Oh, um, so <laughs> there's there's um, there's a couple of achievements for killing uh, like a boss. Which I think turns up at about the 25 minute mark. So for anyone who hasn't delved into last week's episode, uh, um, Vampire Survivor is, is sort of this 2D, oh, like, almost like 2.3D. It's not quite top down. It's sort of not even isometric. It's kind of, yeah. the characters are at least side on, but you're sort of looking top down at them, but moving it's around. Like, it's, it, it's like it's top down, but. Your markers are fr- full on. Yes. That's all it is. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of kind of yeah. like like FF one. Yeah, yeah. Like when you're on the world yeah. map, you're, you're you look like you're side on, but really mm. it's just like a world map that's above. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, as Lucy said last week, it, it, it's very Castlevania-y. Um, it, you know, <laughs> some of those sprites have got to have been just pulled straight across for some <laughs> yeah. of those monsters. Um, but I found with it that I've been sort of, I've been playing around with, uh, with various builds. So as, as you play, um, you don't do anything. You basically just move around the screen, dodging out of the way of these hordes of enemies that are coming towards you. And it all starts off nice and light and it's kind of bats that float towards you and they don't take much to kill. You've got one weapon or, or, or one item at that time, which will damage enemies. And you pick them up as you pick gems up from the enemies and level up and stuff. But essentially, you're just leveling up all of these different items that you pick up. So towards the end of a run, you have very powerful items that are doing lots of damage to hundreds of enemies (laughs) on the screen at kind of one time. And I've really enjoyed sort of just like playing with that and going, coming through and going like, right, I've hit another level. I've got a weapon slot. But... I don't want any of the three that have been presented to me. Mm-hmm. I'm holding out for something else. You know, I want another one. So, or, or there's two weapons and maybe one support item. And I'm like, right, I'll pick the support item. I'm not, I'm not as in depth with the support items. It's all about kind of the weapons and some of the support items mm-hmm. can enhance some of those weapons. But it's, it's really interesting to be like, right, the RNG has given me these things. Yeah. This is how I'm going to tailor what I'm trying to build through that. And I have absolutely fallen on kind of a couple of builds that just work for me really, really well. But that experimentation and and finding those builds was what helped me get to the like 25 minute mark and Mm -hmm. for a boss kind of to appear and bosses appear every like five minutes i think anyway and they might be slightly upscaled versions of some of the other enemies that you Mm. encounter um but hitting that mark brought out in the second map second space um, the library yeah the library yeah yeah. um a, a, a big old vampire and he went down incredibly quickly just oh. because I, you know, I was specced in such a way that mm-hmm. nothing could get near me. Yeah. Um, you know, with some of the items, they, they bash people out of the way. You can have stuff that's essentially spinning around you and things. Um, but in my last playthrough, I found a slightly better build mm-hmm. and I got to the half an hour mark oh. and, um, 
and, and basically died at the half an hour mark essentially. But uh, um, <laughs> found this found this build which was just absolutely slaying stuff. Like I didn't even have to move for the last few minutes. Yeah. I just stood and everything's coming towards me, just being buffeted yeah. by everything. And it's ridiculous how I'm doing nothing, yet I feel incredibly powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the garlic and the, mm. the Bibles are essential for like late, late runs. Um, I, I just uh, got past, was it 20 minutes? I got the achievement for 20 minutes yeah. just today. So, um, yeah, I don't know how much further I got beyond that. But um, yeah, I had I had one of those runs where it's like, yeah, I don't have to move, but then I just got completely swarmed by some ghosts or something like that. Oh, they move so fast. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it's just like I'm just happy just messing around with different builds, not always going for like if I the same ones. If I see garlic come up, I will go for garlic yeah, every, every time. time. Yeah. But um, other than that, it's like yeah, I just mess around with like most of them. I, I, I mean, some are definitely I favour more, but I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'll I'll try this this one time. What is this? Um, I don't know this weird leaf because I think one of my runs today, my longest runs, was with that like leaf that makes you invulnerable for like oh yeah, a couple yeah, seconds, yeah, yeah. and it's just like oh, okay, th- this and garlic uh, <laughs> really got me far so. Yeah, it's cool just messing around with different builds. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it, it it it's, and you never feel bad about the RNG in that game because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, cool, yeah, whatever. It's twenty minutes out of my time. It's sort of mm, this is better than Hades though, <laughs> but in Hades you never felt that bad about the RNG most of the time. But yeah, yeah. Is, uh, Hades Hades feels, you know. There's maybe a little bit more skill to it than, than Vampire Survivors. There's Are not, you there's sure? There's not a huge Are amount sure? of skill to Vampire Survivors. <laughs> but it's, it is absolutely... And the, the times that I played have been, um, like, you know, the, the evening. I've worked for my evening. It's hit, mm. like, half nine. And I'm like, cool. I just I just want to wind down for a bit. Let's play this. And, you know, you, you might have like a little five minute run where you're like, oh fuck, I've just fucked up completely. Like, I picked, I picked the wrong things <laughs> for the first five though, minutes. When, when you got swarmed and your character just like lies down. And <laughs> <laughs> it is literally like the two, the, 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 the side on <laughs> image just goes bump. And it's just like, oh cool. All right. All this blood spurts up. You're like, brilliant. Yeah. I'm dead. Um, but yeah, you then sort of, you, you play around for five minutes and then suddenly the run hits. And you're like, yes, I've got this, cool. I'll, you know, the next time it pops up and I can either level that item up or pick another item. Nah, I'm not too fussed about those other two items. I'll level it up, cool. And you get to a point and you get to a point where you know what the next level of that item will kind of bring. Yeah. So you're like, right, the garlic's at level six. I know the next one, it doesn't increase the radius. It only ups me by one. So actually picking level three of the wand or the bone or whatever else you've got in is more beneficial for the next 30 seconds and you level up so quickly as well because you're just decimating things there's just gems everywhere so it's it's not even in that sort of sense you're worried about when you will kind of level up next and it just it's, it's very very compelling in how quickly it throw things at you and how fast paced it is 
for such a slow, you know, user experience. You you you're, you're just being like, cool. I'll move around, and the screen gets quite hectic in terms of having to keep track of everything that's kind of going on, and your peripheral vision is doing a fuckload of work because you're <laughs> concentrating on where your character is. You're looking at this tiny little area of the screen, and everything else is kind of here coming in towards you as you focused so much in and you know that if you look over into the corner at the sides to see what's coming next suddenly shit is here and it's coming it's swept yeah. in from the other side and it's just got you so it's, it's it's really like it's such a weird little experience to get so much from it yeah yeah absolutely i mean people have done like you know reverse bullet hell games like dodger mumps and stuff like that yeah. before and can't think of any at the top of my mind, but this is probably definitely one of the one, ones that I've gelled with the most. Probably owing to the fact that it is just like reskinned Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. But, um, it, it's, it, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. Mm. Because, I mean, you could just release it now as a complete game, and it's like, you know, we've already spent, I, I mean, just looking here at the Steam page, you spent 11 hours in it, Ben. Oh, shit. I'm like eight hours at this point, so it's, you know, could just release it now as it is, but, um, yeah. it's cool seeing what, 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 um, the devs will add over time, so. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just weird that this is the game that blew up today. I mean, not today, this year so far, but. Yeah, why not? It's really yeah. Fun. New, New York good. Times, Wordle not included. Um, this yeah. this is kind of the game of the moment. Um, <laughs> when are New York Times going to buy? Can we go? What? What happened? <laughs> they won't even know, mate. They'll just they'll, they'll suddenly just have like you know fifty quid in their account extra. And like, where did that come from? Yeah. Oh, shit! Where have all the where have all the fucking Castlevania files gone? I don't know. Someone accidentally bought um, Symphony of the Night on iPhone or something. <laughs> 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 oh. Which I might do, actually. Because I guess you can just hook up an Xbox controller. But I mean, I could just play that on my Xbox. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, like Vampire Survivors feels like it could be quite a good little mobile experience. Like, there's a lot going on on the screen, though, mm. that maybe it would be a little bit taxing. On, on yeah, because I'm. I was going to say I'm surprised that it, you know there's not too many frame rate dips, but I am playing it on my beefy PC. Yes, yeah. So maybe it shouldn't be a surprise, but yeah, I could definitely see that slowing to a coral on like the Switch or something like that. But um, yeah, <laughs> especially when it's just like, oh my god, there's like a thousand different sprites on the screen at this one I moment. mean, you you say that, but its minimum specs are real small. <laughs> yeah? It needs Windows 7, a Pentium 4 processor oh. later, so long as it's SSE2, which means it needs two cores, basically, uh-huh. multi, like multi-threading and multi-core. One gig of RAM and 200 megs of space. Okay. One gig of RAM. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, my, this PC has 16 gigs of RAM. <laughs> So theoretically, I should be able to play 16 <laughs> times this bullet health game. Right? That's well, how that works? Put it put it on Switch and it'll sell gang. Oh, mate, that would go fucking nuts on Switch. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like £2.10 on Steam, so it'll be 450 mm-hmm. quid on Switch. But, yeah. 
you know, <laughs> at least. people will still fucking buy it. <laughs> yeah. It will literally be like seven ninety nine on Switch. Yeah, guarantee it. Yeah, <laughs> I might, I might go to go to the Bucky's and put a bet on that because there's no way it's going to be two pounds and ten pounds. Again, I mean, I literally just bought it because I have fifty six p in Steam credit <laughs> thanks to trading yeah. cards, and I was like, I can spend a buck fifty. <laughs> you guys seem to love this game. I'll give it a go. <laughs> Nice. I nice. think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, though. absolutely. I, th- I think it'll just be a. Yeah, I think I that you sold me at the lack of skill needed. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Um, it, I can again. I can see this coming to something like Switch uh, in mm-hmm. say six months' time. Once they've got maybe like five or six levels that have been, or, or different kinds of maps. You know, they've maybe doubled sort of like the enemy counts. Uh, not counts, but the enemy um, sort of sprites. So there's a little bit of variation in that. And there's, there's a nice amount of variation between the first two levels that they've got on there and the different enemies and their movement patterns and, and, and how things sort of sweep in and stuff. So it does offer a little bit of variety. And, and seeing how that could progress would be very cool. So suddenly in six months' time, once they've got six levels, that is, that's a £15 game on Switch. Mm-hmm. If... If it wasn't so closely associated with Castlevania, I could see this end up in like an indie direct and they're saying, and now, you know, it's on Switch right now or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Konami should just look at probably the reviews of this game and just see everyone clamouring for Castlevania. I mean, it doesn't even have to be anything other than like a bullet hell game. <laughs> People are just like, yeah, you know, there's a Bible and <laughs> that spins around you and, you know, and a, whip. a boomerang uh, crucifix and everyone's just going nuts over it. And what can I be doing? God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, waiting for that big money buyout, mate. That's what Konami are doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be the one I'd be happy about, you know? <laughs> Sony, get it done, please. Oh, right now, oh. Let's save it, let's save it. Let's save it for our, our mm. big acquisition talk in a little bit. Yeah. But yes, uh, I, you know, it does show that a little simple games mm. just hit. For a number of different reasons, but also be that people are clamoring for, you know, this kind of, not necessarily a sort of like retro looking game, but something that, that pulls on the nostalgia strings as well, right? Yeah. That, 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 and lots of companies are doing this with their remasters and putting out, um, uh, uh, kind of ports of games. But Square Enix have just done it with the Final Fantasy Pixel, Oh, collection yeah, yeah. or whatever it is which is the first four six? or the or is it four. all six that they, oh, they've right. looked at putting out and they've not done very well in terms of their reviews and things mm. um but you know companies are, are, are looking at doing it as much as they can and konami just seem to be being left behind again yeah for the it's, it's fifth weird. year in a row yeah they have such a wealth of IP. Mm. Um, it's quite extraordinary. Um, maybe they hate money. Um, speaking of uh, little, small, little delightful games, mm. um, I picked up a game called Dungeons and Puzzles, which mm. is 
bit of a generic name, but um, if you type both Dungeons and Puzzle into Google, it should come up. Uh, it's it's on Steam. Um, there's a demo on Steam. It's actually currently on sale for fifty percent off. Uh, nice. If you're watching live, I guess for twenty one hours. Um, uh, I picked it up on iOS uh, on my iPad um, because it's literally it it works it works well as a I think it actually probably works better. I played the demo on PC, but it's I think it works better as a you know swipey swipey game. Yeah, because um, it's a soccer bond puzzle game. Like anyone doesn't know what that means. It's just like picture you know Link moving boulders in the Legend of Zelda is moving crates or boulders or whatever it is in a you know it, it on a grid based like kind of puzzle game you basically want to get um uh finish the puzzle in as least turns as possible uh and this is a very good one of those hmm. um it's a little pixel art um top down uh kind of look to it and it's very charming. The art's really charming. It's just basically, I think it has like one song in it as well, <laughs> which, uh, might, might, might get a bit tiresome, uh, hearing it over and over because I think there's like 125 levels in it. Um, it's, you're basically playing as this, well, he looks like a little boy, this little blonde boy, and it's set in like these, you know, like medieval dungeons mm. and, the twist on this one, instead of just like moving the character and, you know, pushing boulders or crates around the place, he actually, there are like little things in the environment like, um, a shield or a bow and arrow or a sword. So the object, the objective of each level is to kill all the enemies that are on the screen mm-hmm. before you basically leave the level and go on to the next one and to, kill the enemies you need a weapon so it's like okay swipe to get the sword and once i've got the sword i can just tap on the the sword icon and it swings at the enemy enemy's dead move on to the next level and it just keeps on building on that you know central central mechanic but it introduces new mechanics like there's a bow and arrow and it's like okay if i release the bow and arrow and stick it into a wall or a chair or something like that when i'm moving the character he stops like where the arrow ended up rather than all the way across across the um, across the room because once you swipe it's like it it isn't like one by one movement the character goes all the way across to the other side of the room Mm. and stuff like that it's continuous movement and yeah it just completely you know just adds and adds and adds up. I've got to the point where it's like I'm picking up a shield and picking up the shield, I basically, um, it like bounces whatever um, you run into. If you've got the shield equipped, it pushes that thing forward or it stops you one place back. And hmm. it's just it's just messing with all these different mechanics. And it's, it's, it's a really charming and like just lovely little game anyway. But it's like, this is just a really well-made puzzle game at the same time mm-hmm. um and just like all the other you know accoutrement of like the very nice art style <laughs> the one song that plays is actually quite nice <laughs> but um yeah it's just a really well-made product and you just think oh it's you know cheap it's on you know iphone tablet you'd think oh you know this it's probably like 
every other puzzle game on iPhone or something, but but it isn't. It's really okay. good. Nice. Hmm. Um, yeah, recommend it if if you like your puzzle games and your soccer one puzzle games. That you know, um, really, I, I imagine this game's going to get really hard <laughs> at one point. I did so, see on uh, one of the screen shots on Steam that it's um, it came up saying level eighty two. Uh, how how far through have you got, Lucy? Gosh, I think I'm somewhere in like the thirties okay. or something like that. So I've got I've got probably what, another. I think it, I think it's got 125 levels or uh, wow. 25 levels. Or Apparently, something it's like 150 that, so. stages according to one of the Steam reviews. Well, I'm a fifth of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and, um, yeah, I. I I don't know how hard this is going to get, but at the moment, the levels are small. Mm. So it's like, and that's what I love about puzzle games like this. It's like, all the information is there on this one little screen. And it's like, you're not having to go through like hundreds of moves to figure it out. You're just having to go through very, you know, a few very specific moves and get all that, get you know, in your brain in the right steps. And it's like, okay. I can think it out because it's all there. All the information I need is right there on the screen. And that's all I need. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how big the, these levels are going to get. Hopefully not too big. Um, but you, you know, you can complete the level in as many steps as you want. It's just you open up bonus levels if you complete them in as few steps as possible. Ah, I gotcha. There's a little counter, um, telling you in each level the, you know, the minimum amount of steps you can complete in. But it's just got good quality of life features where it's like, okay, you can undo as many steps as you want, or or you can just restart the puzzle just and it takes one second and it's just like you're back in it. So nice. it's good. It's good. I don't know how I found this, but it's good. I think I might have read it on some some weird ass we love indie games <laughs> website or something like that. But yeah, re- really charmed and taken by it. So that is my relaxing game when I'm not playing Vampire Hunters. Because <laughs> I can play this in bed. Because I can't nice. play Vampire Hunters in bed because my mm. Steam machine is not here. <gasps> it, yeah, I mean, Steam it, Deck, it, whatever it's It will called. be soon. It better be. Hopefully. I swear to God. I've been waiting. <laughs> That's it. Vampire Survivors be the first game you play on it, right? That's It, it seems like... Even though there's all these massive games, they're like, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's, you know, it's, it's playable <laughs> on on your Steam Deck, and all you know, all of these massive games. Like, yeah, we've done it, so we can make it playable. And there's tons and tons and tons of games. Just play fucking Vampire Survivors, isn't it? Like, I mean, most likely, I'll I'll pick up uh, Disco Elysium, and I'll be like, Ooh. I really want to play this, and this is the perfect thing because I think by the time it came out on Switch. Steam Deck was already announced, or something, yes, I think. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I believe you're right. I, I think the Switch version was incredibly buggy when it first released as well. I mean, no, the Switch crazy. version dot 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 <laughs> implies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on release, I'm sorry, the platform's great, but on release, when it's a like major other console release that's been ported, it's never pretty. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I'll probably load up Disco Elysium and play for five minutes and then just be like, I'm tired of reading or listening. Let me just play Vampire Hunters for eight hours. 
Yeah. Amazing. On my Steam Deck. <laughs> some games for Steam Deck purposes. Did you really? What what games are, have you bought for Steam Deck? Um, I just bought a few in the sale. That's uh, that was recently on. I think it's still on the Lunar yep. Sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I think Thingy is fifty yeah, percent off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ends tomorrow. Yeah, ends on the third. Um, By the time people are listening, uh, it's, it's done. Yes, you've missed it. Wishlist these things. Yeah, go fuck yourselves, listeners. <laughs> What did I buy? Let me go to the library. I haven't bought any, apart from Vampire Survivors, I haven't bought anything. I haven't even looked at my wish list. I just, I didn't know there was a sale um, until I went on and saw Vampire Masquerade Mm. Hunters or whatever you called it. The thing I just bought, and I basically (laughs) got peer pressured by you guys, the least amount of pressure. Um, But uh, mostly because after two weeks of hearing about it, it, and also hearing that it's like pretty laid back, it sounds like exactly what jet lagged brain mm, could handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I bought. It's either that or it's uh, another inscription some... run through in the icebox. Yeah, I haven't really played much with uh, Casey's mod, to be honest. I yeah, really I want to. I was mm. going to wait until it came out proper. Yeah. Um, did that on the, the good old Steam Deck would be interesting. Um. Games, games, games. I bought uh, Project Warlock, which I think you played yeah. then, or something. So, yeah, yeah, the um, combatant retro a, shooter. Yeah, yeah, Doom like. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, bought G-G-like? Strange Horticulture, which came out recently because that got good good reviews. Um, I think it's a puzzle game where you discover plants. It's a it's a very chilled Lucy game. Nice. Um, webbed, which is that little game with that little spider, even though I have a, I have arachnophobia, this spider looks cute. So, so it's like, I think I can manage it. It's, it's like a level oh, that you can handle. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's enough. Um, to be honest, it's also like not very leggy. Yes. Like the spider's <laughs> kind of more like a blob. Yeah, it's just like the, the aesthetics make it less intense Egregious, in the way that yeah. spiders on video games can be. Mm-hmm. It's not like um, Grounded, where you even turn on the arachnophobia uh, mode and you can still hear them, like, hissing and stuff. Uh. <laughs> and it's like, like, no, <laughs> this ain't working for me. Uh, but yeah, a little cartoon spider. And um, I think that's the highlights, just some other random indie games. So yeah, those were bought with... Uh, Steam Deck in mind. Nice. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, is that so? This is this is how dangerous us just chatting is, isn't it? Go on to Steam, have a look at my wish list. <laughs> <laughs> like Nino Cooney two. It's only like oh. seven pound fifty. Telling lies is less than five quid. Oh no! Telling lies is coming to um, Game Pass. Oh, is it? I'm mm. not going to buy that then. Um, <laughs> oh wow! All the Lego games are uh, on sale. Oh, are they? <laughs> uh, luckily, I still haven't really. I, I was a collector of those for a while. Where it's like, oh, I'm a couple of games behind. I'll still pick. I have the DC Hero one that I haven't even installed. And since then, I was like, ah, I need to not purchase these because it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're all the same. <laughs> As someone who really likes the Lego games, oh. um, I think I fell off around the time the Jurassic Park one came out. 
Yeah, I think I have. All, I had almost all of them, not including DLC, um, until I guess DC that whatever came after DC Supervillains. So nothing like Lego Movie Two or oh, The Incredibles or any of those like in any of the like. Nice. Yeah, it was the first Lego Movie film that I like hundred percented. Mm. I think it was very early in the in the days of like Xbox One and it was just like there's nothing to play <laughs> play this Lego game <laughs> I didn't even know yeah, June 2018 The Incredibles came out I don't think I knew that existed a, a, a Lego game neither did I Lego The Incredibles oh. that sounds so weird oh yeah because the second film did the second Incredibles film come out don't know. Uh, I mean, yes, but uh, <laughs> when? Don't know, mate. I never Let's find out. 2018. Yeah, so they made... Weird. So they made a game on the first one to suck you in because the like second one the came Goonies. out? Goonies. Goonies 2. I mean, just games and movies and franchises, decisions like that don't really make sense. Having having a look yeah. through, and, and I'll be having a, or well, it will be up on the site by the time listeners um, hear the episode. Um, uh, and, and again, not to spoil kind of my thoughts on uh, our our topic or the next episode. Um, I've done a, a little bit of a deep dive into um, kind of like PlayStation and what acquisitions they they might make next, and the amount of kind of like little rabbit holes I went down whilst just looking for just a, a little bit of information, but about how bad decisions were made, even in uh, like the 2010s or the, the you know, the late 2010, the, the, the 2016, like poor decisions were made, which just absolutely destroyed a company, which you're like, people, people knew about this like 20 years ago. Why did you make this kind of decision sort of thing? And, yeah. and again, reading Jason uh, Schreier's latest uh, book, which I cannot remember the name of right now, uh, uh, Press Restart or something restart. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, it's good. Uh, again, it's his first. reading about some of the decisions people have made, even in the recent, even oh, in yeah. recent history, <laughs> in the last 10 years or so, it's just like, why, why are you doing this? Like, why, like big companies, Making these awful, awful decisions. <laughs> yeah. And then you, that's when you realize that, like, how out of touch executives are. Yes. Yet they get so Especially much money when for success. Like baseball players or whatever yeah. it is. I don't know if you got to that. No, point I haven't. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, extraordinary. <laughs> nice, nice. I look forward to it. It's what I'm reading at the moment. Uh, yeah, so. it's. I, I really enjoyed it. It's better than his first because. Um, I think it just flows better. Yeah. Like, and, and like a lot of the studios and the people working for them are like you know um, interconnected. Like they've you know worked on under <laughs> under several of these horror stories, and um, but I also think there's like a bit more hope and optimism to it. Um, mm. Just in terms of like, okay, this is bad, but most of these people came out on the other side. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like we know the the mistakes now. Let's hopefully learn from them. But who knows? You know. But yeah, reading that last year when the whole um, Activision 
uh, stuff had come out was yeah, it just it just shone a new light on how bad things were. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Oh, mm-hmm. oof, mm. a big old oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it the yeah. dial? Just oof. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, nice, nice. Um, I suppose they're the games that we've been playing as well. Just yeah. led us down this big yeah. old rabbit hole, um, <laughs> all the way round to Jason Schreier. Um, but let's have a little uh, five-minute chat about our beers, shall we? To round. I mean, I had a episode. quick game. Oh, did you? Oh. Because I did talk about it last week. Ooh. It's just Ender Lilies, Rise of the Almighty. I don't know what it's called. Ender, Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights. God, I hate RPGs. I mean, I love RPGs, but I hate their titles. Uh, I mentioned talking about this last week, but um, I basically was like, ah, I would like downtime thing on Switch that I brought with me to Canada. And the move went poorly. But because the last 10 days of my trip were sharing a hotel room with my folks and I'm really grabbing the Switch. Was it that um, long? Yeah, it was 10 days to the day. Yeah, I remember you said it was uh, long, but it seemed uh, to go... It, seemed, it went like very quickly for me, if that yeah, helps you in any uh, at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, I picked that game. It's a 2D action RPG, mm-hmm. and it was a bad fit for what I wanted, uh, but I'm looking to play a little more when I'm back on my feet uh mostly just because it's it's the opposite of how you described um vampire hunter the masquerade squadron or whatever that game is called um because uh it it it's not i'm not saying it's super hard but it does require timing and like you get um it's a lot more finicky on controls and you get new abilities as you go and it's sort of Metroidvania-esque on the map and there's boss fights and I could do it all, but I was like brute forcing a bit. Mm. Like, mm. so it was like, ah, I keep dying against this type of enemy. Oh, I didn't die. Oh, right. Cause I leveled up and now I have just enough health that it's, it's like, ah, I'm not really like, it's a leveling system and apparently there's hundreds of levels. And so like, I like that as a design choice such that the difficulty can be grinded out if you're less good. Um, But it didn't feel like, like for me, it was like, I'm not good enough to play. Like, I'm just not good right now. I'm not good enough to play this game well. And then I leveled like after a few attempts and then I was fine. Like, it seems like Mm -hmm. well paced that way. But also I was still like, I don't want to have to grind at all. I'm annoyed that I just don't have the precision, but handheld on the Switch, it's also a dark game. It is, yeah. So I don't think that helps with spotting small projectiles that can just dumpster mm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, basically, normally that like that's not enough to dissuade me. But I also just didn't have the time, and what I needed was yeah. something slightly active. So I'm not YouTubing at the end of the day, mm. but also this was just like, oh, this is like a game you want to play because you want to play a game. So it didn't fit that way, and the there wasn't enough plot. Like it drip feeds a there's a mystery. Something like you collect little notes in the world, but you could also miss them, and that's your lore. And it was kind of just like I'm not learning enough about this. At the same time, 
what I am learning seems pretty generic tropey, and it's like, okay, so am I? I'm the reincarnation of this white savior because I'm a white savior lady, and I mean this literally, as in uh, my character sprite is white um, and a savior. Um, but like, yeah, it was kind of disappointing. But I, I mostly blame the sort of ah, uh, this wasn't the. It was on sale at the New Year's Eve sale or whatever, and I. Read, I just read that it was a good RPG and didn't read any reviews further, and it just wasn't didn't fit what I needed. So I'm hoping to get back into it in the next little while. But that's why I knew it would be quick. I just wanted to yeah, say yeah. I played it. It it it's it's not the super casual RPG that you could kind of just futz about with. And like I like that you can kind of grind out. Oh, I'm bad against this enemy, but if I bash my head a couple times, the game will forgive me with a level. I hope it continues with that stage pacing so that someone can doesn't have to double their time if they're not good so yeah. they can experience the game but i like that there's difficulty it just wasn't what i was looking for you really liked so it Lucy, maybe talk you? about it yeah yeah but everything you said is absolutely true and mm. valid you know yeah it, it is something that it is one of the hardest like metroidvanias i've played in recent memory that's why, like, Blasphemous was mostly easy for me, because, mm. and, like, playing Hollow Knight after Ender Lilies, I was like, don't remember it being this simple. Um, so, yeah, it is something that it's like, oh, okay, I, I have to, there are, like, some, you know, times where you have to go through, like, areas before, before, it's got the Dark Souls kind of thing. I don't know why I mentioned Dark Souls, but it's the easiest short, shorthand to use, sure. where it's like, yeah. okay, go through this area, and I, uh, unlock a shortcut, so next time I come through here or I want to get back to where I am, there's a shortcut there. Um, but to get to that shortcut, it's like, okay, I have to move through these enemies, you know, very meth- methodically and, you know, conserve my health and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it, it, I played that game and it was just like, it was, yeah, it was the only thing I was playing. It's just like, you know, laser focused mm-hmm. on it. So. Not not something for a relaxing time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, so. I mean, I do like that you get, like, little health boosts as part of your, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, Things you can and you collect and, stuff, and yeah. carry with. Yeah. So you're not like, oh, that enemy really ruined me. It's like, yeah, it'll... It, it, it just gives you a little more flexibility and uh, also skill on, like, knowing when to use your health boost versus not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and memorize levels if you have to redo them to know, oh, yeah, there's that little white flower that will give you an, uh, your health boost back. Um, yeah. I, I yeah, It's and not easy, stop... and it, it's no. just not an <laughs> end of the long, shitty day game. No. I also think, like I said, I actually think that between the small screen and the crappy Joy-Cons versus, like, using the Pro Controller, mm. I, that's a game I could, I'm pretty sure I could feel the difference on. Yeah. Just because it's, 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 it, it is, a, it's, it is, it's finicky, precise. but tight, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and when you start, like, getting all, unlocking all the, you know, different builds and, you know, different characters that you can have around you and doing damage, like, you know, bird just dropping bombs on people or whatever, it, it becomes really interesting and fun, but you have I mean, to... When, once you start unlocking more things, it just becomes way better, but you have to get to that point before it just becomes so much easier. So, yeah, you basically get to play uh, with your sword. Well, yeah, yeah you basically have... Your sword man. Your sword man, but then you can be, you unlock... you 
free new spirits who will fight by your uh, side, yeah, yeah. And so you can swap them. Yeah. I think at the beginning you can get uh, what two or three at a time, yeah. and then I don't know if that increases, but yeah, it's a it, 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 it does that yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Really or I think it's free at a time, but it's like some of those ones that you unlock, and once you've got, you know. Once you've got your builds down, because you can have two different ones, just switch between them like pretty simultaneously. Um, when it, it's really fun because it's like, yeah. okay, this enemy's coming up. I know just to get the dog to maul him or something like that, and then switch to something else. It, it, but you have to kill like secondary bosses in the world to get those like upgrades. Right. So if you're not in yeah. the mood of like uh, fighting, you know, somewhat hard bosses. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I think Lu- Lucy Lucy's like, oh, I could have told you not to get that game when I said I was playing it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you two are big on Metroidvanias, you know. Ben has yeah, moments. You're like you're like ish ish, but it's not. But that's the thing. It's like I I'd be like, if you pick up if you can play this game like Ori and the Will of the Wisps free on. Game Pass, you'll yeah. probably like yeah, it. Would I recommend you spend money on it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Well, it's like it's something like Guacamole, which I think I probably got three through PS Plus, you know, ten years ago now, or whatever it was, five yeah. years ago now, however long. But Guacamole's brilliant. Guacamole yeah. 2, yeah. not quite as much as Guacamole, but again, there's there's certain uh, Metroidvania games that absolutely I just kind yeah. of fall for. I'm like, yes. Yeah. This, I'm not this. saying it, it's like me and like tactics games or something like that. I'm not saying it's like a level of hate. It's just, it <laughs> yeah, has we to don't be very good. Yeah. yeah. You know, yes. I, I know what you do. So like. for me, it's God's the, sake, it, it was like the, the build, the different builds and stuff. I like optimizing characters and balancing them that mm-hmm. way. And so I'm super keen to try that, but yeah. it does mean I have to get a bit better. And also, I think, like I said, I, a lot of it was like, oh, I know, for the, I need to just back off with this boss. And then the next three times I fought it, I didn't because I was just like not in the headspace to play yeah. like strategically in, in like in the action st- strategy, like the like the immediate way. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I picked the wrong game for now. That's that's yeah. basically the problem. Some of those bosses are like, you know, like you, you, you white knuckled clenching your switch is switch yeah. doing that. So whereas like Blasphemous, they all just fell over. <laughs> it's just like so. Ender Lilies is a hard game. Anyway, so that was the the one game I wanted. Perfect. To this no, week. no, no. Good, good, nice. Uh, good for all of us to have had um, some time with some games as well, which mm. is perfect. Um, let's finish on a final note about our beers. Uh, Adol, uh, the super saturation. Did you enjoy? Yeah, it? I. I did. I just wanted to quickly, I found their flavor text on their website, mm. and I think it says enough that uh, echoes what I was saying. So, we've jammed all the flavors and aromas we possibly could and then sent into our flagship New England Pale Ale. Raw wheat notes provide a soft, pillowy body and silky mouthfeel with a maelstrom of tropical hop flavors and aromas from out-of-this-world dosings of New World Hops, Simcoe, Citra, and Mosaic. This hazy beer will find your heart and saturate your senses. And while that's, like, obviously marketing overspeak mm-hmm. um i do think uh the that like i what i found interesting in that was the the wheat and oats in i think was giving it that 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 thickness like that that literally pillowy sort of peaked head um and that thickness really i think did did come from that maltiness i was mentioning mm. and no shock that it was simcoe citro mosaic mm. um 
I think I missed a bit of resonating this. I noticed later on in the nose that I didn't mention. But yeah, just matched exactly kind of what I was saying. Uh, what I think I like more about it is that this flavor text and like the name Super Saturation sounds like it's like in your face, but actually it's not. It's a step back from that. Okay. Like I do believe it's super saturated with these flavors, but these flavors aren't like boisterous. They're just there and strong. Mm. And that's better than I think if it was just like a juice balmy sort of like feeling like a tropical juice all over my face or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like this beer. Uh, Cabin is one of the newer beer, uh, well, new from my life in Calgary, which I get in the world of craft brewery. 10 years is a long time. 12 years is even longer, he says, realizing that it's 2022. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, Cabin's uh, consistently uh, impressed me from the times I've been back home. Um, so if you are in Calgary or, or Alberta or just Western Canada, seek out a Cabin beer. I really like it. Uh, and they and this is a good example of like yep yep solid beer wicked nice good good um, the Sun God for me again it, it is a solid beer a Sun God Odyssey uh, Bruco um, it's really nice it mellowed so much as I was drinking I think my palate just became accustomed more and more and more to it so that that whilst it was that really big kind of hit of bitterness at the end of that initial flavor that mellowed so much and you were just left with this lovely lovely mango and this nice zesty lemon in the background and that bitterness was there it it just dulled down a reasonable amount that yeah, if i'd have been kicking back on an afternoon with this it would have just gone and gone and gone and gone you know much quicker than i'd have drunk it sort of over the last sort of 50 odd minutes um, it would have just disappeared. And it's 7%. That is absolutely dangerous. Um, but it's it's so just like it's crushable almost. You know, when we talk about like 4% beers, which are like poof, gone easy. This is similar. Yeah. After you get over that initial blast of that flavor, it mellows so much that you can just nail it. Um, it's just lovely. A really good beer. So there are beers for this episode. That's what we've been chatting about. Uh, if you want to get hold of us, we're at Tanked Up Cast almost everywhere. I'm at Nova underscore 47. Lucy is... Uh, Juicy Loose 9. I, I, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> why are we, I was like, why are we I know. This I know. It's weird. It's an hour. <laughs> Stick around though, because there's a second hour coming like right now, if you're watching us live on Twitch. But a couple of days later, if you're listening to the podcast, Version, which is weird but at all if people want to shout at you how do they do that uh please don't <laughs> <laughs> Just if you want to have a pleasant conversation i'm at the omniarch on all of the things perfect everyone go to outoflives.net which is where we live as well and as some people are doing you can come watch us over on twitch where even though these are now broken out into our episodes we will stream for a lovely two hours getting into stuff so the next episode that everyone on the podcast service and over on the youtube will be watching or potentially listening to will be our topic for the week uh, which we will be launching into in a moment so we will be kind of right back but for now goodbye uh, see you next time Hi, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs>
www.outoflives.net.